0: Welcome to the Cinema Swamp. Okay, let's party.
1: In episode 56, we discuss the 2009 film Zombieland and its sequel Zombieland Double Tap. Join the swamp as we discuss how we discovered Zombieland and what our thoughts are on the sequel, as well as a game of last movie on Earth.
2: Alright, let's finally talk about some double tap.
1: Yeah, we could talk about some zombie land, zombie movies, different of the zombie genre, horror genre, here we go, mm-hmm. zombie comedy. You know, if we it's were a Yeah. <laughs> com. If we were talking about the top uh greatest Zomcoms of all time, for sure, Sean of the Dead would be at the top. But yeah, if, we, if, true. if but if we were to make I guess a second place for that. Very
0: specific category. Is there another, is there
1: another <laughs> zombie movie that we can put on? That's like a funny comedy zombie movie. Uh. I, well, Zombieland and the sequel. Zombieland 2. <laughs> so the Dead
2: Don't Die. Which I didn't see. Yeah, I didn't see that
1: either. The
0: look?
2: Oh, the one with the one with
0: the driver.
2: Waiting for it to come on Redbox.
0: Literally Bill Murray.
2: I'm surprised you didn't see it, actually.
1: Nah, I didn't have time. Tell us what. Yeah. Ghouls. I always just remember that part in the trailer oh, yeah. made me ghouls. laugh.
2: Because <laughs> that's what they call them in Night of the Living Dead. They call them ghouls.
1: Yeah. Ghouls. They never do say the term zombie. Yeah.
2: I don't, I don't even think... know if it's Dawn of the Dead by the time they start calling them zombies. I think
1: they call it in like Did... hardly any of the movies. Did we start the episode? Yeah. This is yeah. the beginning. Oh. This is a good way to start. It. This is Justin on the mic, and uh, with me at the round table are my knights of shining glory. you that call it. Huh? What? Gilly- Get gilly gilly, I mean, gilly, 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 gilly- gilly- You're dropping- your you your Gilly Culkin? Cali Culkin? Two seconds into this episode, Literally-
2: I'm Hunter and I like to party.
0: Yeah. I'm Zach and I'm- I'm stuntman. You know what? Let's move on! <laughs> P
1: is stored in the balls, okay. Um, Chloe- I'm I, Chloe, I, Yeah, I'm yeah, well, here. You're gonna let him go off about his balls? and
3: You know what? I've been with him long enough to know you. Just let him go. Right.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, that's a good way to live my life. Let him go. Bye. <laughs> Zach actually evaporated <laughs> <laughs> silently. <laughs> um, so, we're talking about Zombieland today. The 2009 film. Mm. And the sequel, Zombieland Double Tap. Not Two. There's no two in there. It's just double tap. Mm-hmm. I figured that you're out. Supposed, you're supposed to just know. Yeah. Well, I, I figured that out while um, trying to uh you know write down the sequel title in my movie journal. You know, I believe it was originally going to be called Balls to the Wall. I think was the script that was going around for a couple years. This sequel has been in development hell for the last ten well, years. This hmm.
0: all these scripts were originally a TV show.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, actually. <laughs> <laughs> they did discuss it to be a movie, and that turned into a TV show, which turned into a pilot that was rejected by hmm. most major uh, studios. But
2: do you know who the actors would be? Would it be any of these characters or new characters?
1: I don't think they got that far. Bill just there was, <laughs> Bill Murray. There was Bill Murray pre-death. <laughs> there was a pilot made, as if yeah, uh-huh. as to if the. Uh, people who were in that pilot were going to be the ones in the show, who knows, because that does happen, where they shoot a pilot, and then they reshoot the pilot, and then they send it out again, that, that happens, I don't know anything else about it other than there was a pilot, it was terrible, and Amazon said no, um, which is kind of funny because this Zombieland actually also, the, the 2009 film also started out as a TV show. Um, which also had its own version of development. Oh out. yeah, that's what
0: I was talking about.
1: Yeah, well, yeah because well, yeah, because they actually didn't get that far. They ended up turning into a movie. And then the last 10 years, they haven't they've been trying to make a movie happen. and the entire cast has kind of been like, yeah, let's do it. Um, but they just really, I guess it wasn't one of the shining properties that Sony wanted to attempt. I'm guessing the actors would have been a little pricey, too, unless they were really good at negotiating. And then they tried to make it a TV show, which I believe did not involve any of the original cast, which then got rejected. And I think that was in 2013, because now we're many years later, and finally the sequel's coming out. You know, if you would have told me, like, five years ago, that the Zombieland sequel's finally coming out, I would have been amped. (laughs) <laughs> Zombieland two thousand nine was kind of a you know childhood movie in a way. I mean, I guess we were fourteen by that point. Mm. Well, mm-hmm. and I, but I still, yeah. How old were you in two thousand nine? Ten. Yeah, no, there you go. Maybe I, I was, was thirteen. Like, <laughs> Twelve or thirteen by that time. But like, that was a movie that. I never saw in theaters. It was one of those, go to the video store, pick it up, what's this, Mm -hmm. give it a watch, good movie, great time. I love that movie so much that the blockbuster copy I have, I took it onto the DVD player and recorded it onto a VHS tape. (laughs) Really? So I could permanently have it. Wow. I still have that VHS tape somewhere, but yeah, that's how much I uh, dug the movie, and no, I'm just, like, looking for it because I know it's it's not in here, but it's somewhere. I have a tape that has Zombieland, The Hangover, and Anchorman all recorded on it the exact same way where Wild, I took DVDs awesome. and recorded it to VHS. Yeah, because I was like, <laughs> oh, I have the movies now. That was before I was really collecting like crazy.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> um, That's
2: but- a fun, like, trinket to have, though. <laughs> Zombieland <laughs> on VHS. It's so <laughs> it weird. Sounds cause so cool. Because
1: it's still widescreen, uh, mm-hmm. but, like, Letterboxd, um I even let it record through the credits so it's just its just the whole movie mm-hmm. but um, yeah I let it play because I wanted to make sure no I want to watch this movie again that's how much I love the movie I was like I cannot let this movie go for some reason I wasn't mm-hmm. thinking in my head why don't you just buy it you fool yeah <laughs> um, but your Zombieland experience yeah what did, what did you all think of the first
0: movie when did you see it I don't think I saw it in theaters either I, I think it was one of those rent-it-and-love-it things. Um, first time I really started digging Metallica was that beginning intro, <laughs> <laughs> which they did again, which I was really excited for. One of the finest movie intros ever, actually. <laughs> I, I really dig that intro. Yeah. That
1: gets you really Honestly. set in the mood for mm-hmm. the
0: movie. Um, <clears throat> no, is this a good time? I was the right age for that movie. Just... It, overall good movie. Right. Chloe.
3: Okay, so for some reason, so at in 2009 when this came out, I already liked scary movies. But I was talking to some stupid kids in school and they were like, "Oh, this movie's so scary." So like I was kind of nervous to watch it. So I ended up not even like my mom wouldn't buy it cuz she's a chicken. Um, she's not listening She's that. a literal chicken Literally
0: <laughs> by chicken.
2: She doesn't have a, a attention span per se <laughs> um,
3: But so she didn't buy the movie I didn't have the means to get the movie So I didn't even end up seeing it till 2012 When she met my stepdad And he owned it So he brought it over and I watched it And I was like this isn't scary This is funny
2: Oh so you really clucked out there Yeah
0: you're, you're holding on to that one.
1: <laughs> a
2: little bit. For like a couple of seconds.
0: Chloe!
1: Where did you find, where did you find this movie? Oh, come on! Come on! Chloe? <laughs> that, that,
0: that was a turkey. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a turkey. <laughs>
1: Lays an egg while it's yelling. <laughs> 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 Chloe! you roll the ball Come on! <laughs> Anyway, uh, Hunter, <laughs> <tell> me, uh, <laughs> where did you find this movie?
2: Um, well, uh, Justin, me and you watched it in the shack.
1: Oh, yes, the shack. I remember that place. Very Explain well.
2: the shack to the <laughs> to the listeners.
1: Well, guys, if you see it on the sign on the side of the road, it says "15 miles to the low Shack." Is that how it goes? I don't know. <laughs> the shack! Uh, the shack was uh, a building that was outdoors. That was kind of like a clubhouse. But a little more structurally sound. It was built a little well. One wall was made entirely of wood scraps I found mm-hmm. all over the yard. And then my dad was like, why are you building it this way? So then yeah. he helped me with the rest of it. But I put this <laughs> thing together. And uh, then I put a roof on. And then I had some people over. We had... Uh, Chairs inside that were stolen from a truck that was sitting in the woods. Um, had a TV set up on the coffee table. You could only fit about three people in there. But man, it was a good time.
2: <laughs> we watched a few movies in there. I remember. I remember, It was like in the fall, like this time of year almost. And I remember watching Zombieland. We tried Inception and The Dark Knight in there.
1: We tried to get through. Saving uh,
2: maybe Parker. Saving Private Ryan. I remember, I remember watching that the one.
1: Beginning. Uh, and then we were like this movie's so long <laughs> yeah
2: well the beginning is the best part of the movie right. um, yeah I remember watching Zombieland and that's so that was right the, the the era where I noticed that Justin loved movies and I started paying attention to them and being like interested in them because like I had never heard of anyone talk about movies like that mm-hmm. and I didn't realize like you could be passionate about movies, and so the movies that Justin was passionate about at the time, he was kind of telling me about, and that's so. Like when I think about the earliest movies that I think about liking and thinking about movies in depth, are those movies, which is Inception and Zombieland, or pretty much the two, and Dark Knight, I guess, or like the three. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I guess my experience dates back to then, but then um, I think my senior year. Uh, I bought an iPod and I gave it to this kid Who like pirated a ton of movies and music And he like gave me a ton of his stuff And that was one of the movies he downloaded on there And so I watched that thing Like all the time And like I'd sit next to people like on the bus And we'd watch Zombieland in the morning <laughs> And like uh, Yeah love Zombieland Watched it a lot growing up I, Anytime it was on up until recently i watch it So I think it's a Top quality movie Right. For cool humor. That
0: whole thing too.
2: Very quotable. It's very
0: quotable. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, during my rewatch, I was surprised. Like, because it has been a couple years, but rewatching, I was like, wow, there's just like, there's, I have seen this movie so many times, but yeah, it, to me, it's still just mm-hmm. so enjoyable. It is one of those, like.
2: It's like School of Rock. It's right. It's like in that wheelhouse, you know?
1: I enjoy it no matter what. Um,. I mean, obviously, I wouldn't say top ten, but probably at the time, I'd be like, Mm -hmm. "This is one of the best movies ever made." Mm -hmm. It it is really good, though. Um, (laughs) I'd say it's one of the best comedies. Yeah, I, I guess it depends how you mean comedy, because I wouldn't say it is one of the funniest movies. Even like watching it again, I was like, I do enjoy a lot of the humor in it, and even then, I at the time I thought the humor seemed a little outdated, but watching it again, I was like. No, a lot of the jokes actually still work for me. Even some mm-hmm. of the stuff that I was like, "Oh, this," it, it does It didn't feel as outdated as I remembered. Weirdly mm-hmm. enough, and also um, just a real tight script. The movie runs eighty-eight minutes, mm-hmm. eighty-two minutes without credits, and. It's just really tightly put together. There's not really anything in there that's not supposed to be in there. Really good uh, characters with really distinct personalities. And what I love about it is it is a smaller movie. It was kind of a surprise success, I guess you would say. Mm-hmm. Wade made a lot more money than I think they even thought it would. But it's a smaller movie, but it doesn't feel like it. Because they do a lot of the... you know, It's a, it's a road movie and Mm -hmm. it feels kind of large and there's kind of set pieces that wow, you know, you see that plane in the middle of the freeway, you see cars all over the place you see those opening scenes where people are fighting in the streets and you see like the capital and a lot of that is done with CG magic of course but Mm -hmm. it is done well Um, and also I would say that it just it makes the environment seem larger Mm -hmm. for a movie that literally only has four cast members and that's pretty much it Everyone else is essentially extras. Then you got Bill Murray. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Which is probably... I want to know how much he was paid. Part of me wonders if he just did it for free. Mm-hmm. I'd believe
2: it. Wasn't there a couple big-name actors, though, in the beginning credits? I thought, like...
1: Who were getting chased?
2: Yeah, wasn't there, like, Ben Affleck or something?
1: Wait, in the new one?
2: No, not in the first one.
1: Well, Ben Affleck is not in there.
0: No.
2: I thought no. there was, like, like Jonah Hill or someone was, like, in the, was, like one of the... Like, no. Oh. I thought there was, like, a big-name actor that's, like, very... <laughs> might- it's was hard to tell it's, like, they're a big-name actor, but that they were... That, that they were, like, an extra in that. There credits.
1: might
0: be somebody, They but, did that uh, in this new one, though, right? What snuck people in? Yeah.
1: From what I understood, no. I mean, because from what I heard was the second one was gonna have Dan Aykroyd in it, but he was not in it, and then even the director during the interview was like, I don't know where those reports came from. Someone just put that on IMDb, and it's just... Spread from there. He's like Dan Aykroyd was never in this movie or even talked to. So I don't know. There might be people secretly hidden in there, but nothing that I can notice after watching it many times now. And as for the second one, the only people I know are the you know the new cast members. Um, which this is weird. This is a weird bit of trivia. Um, but the first movie, you got Columbus and Tallahassee. They were originally gonna call those two. In the first movie, they were going to call them Albuquerque and Flagstaff. But then they changed it to mm-hmm. Tallahassee and Columbus. So, And, the doubles are and then Albuquer- in the new movie, Flagstaff. the doubles are literally that. Because I'm like, wow, that makes that even more interesting. Because, mm-hmm. I, I don't know, for the second movie, I thought that was a joke that kind of worked. So I was like, that's interesting that also... It's like a joke unto itself. Like, not only are they doubles, but they're literally the names of what they were almost going to call the original characters Flagstaff. I, <laughs> I can see why they changed it, because I'm like, you know, even the new names are like way more. Uh, they, they come off the tongue a lot better. Mm-hmm. Than, can you imagine if Woody Harrelson's name was Albuquerque? I, I don't know. I, I just don't think it works as well, so it's good they changed it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Yeah, but the Bill Murray scene, I would put up there as one of the. Greatest cameos probably ever, um, <laughs> unexpected to a lot of people, mm-hmm. and it just becomes a Ghostbusters movie essentially. Yeah, um, real good time.
2: Such a good scene, like the way that they put him in there, so nonchalantly, like <laughs> plays so well into that universe and the feel of that movie. Like, yeah, It's mm-hmm. pretty good.
1: Well, who's
0: Who's big in not Bob Marley.
1: <laughs> the Castle de Murray, the Casa de Murray.
0: <laughs> um you can find out who to call.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
2: I love that. He's like, he's like so if your sister like if she had a type, what would to be. She's kind of like bad boys. Oh. Oh, whoops. <laughs> <Oops>. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> oh, whoops.
1: <laughs> um yeah, like I really also Bill Murray just seems very much like it seems like he's acting exactly how he'd probably act. It, they don't try to uh, do, like, you know, Michael Sarah, and this is the end, where he's more of a douchebag cokehead, mm-hmm. which I'm like, that's not, <laughs> not real. Or or some cameos <laughs> so that cool. probably, you know, play the people up mm. a little more nice than they are. But this movie, it really feels like... If you walked into Bill Murray's house during the zombie apocalypse, this would probably how it would go down. Uh, except maybe, I don't know... I don't know if he would have Ghostbusters ready to be played on the theater screen. Like, I don't know right. if I believe that. <laughs> but, I mean, it. he might have a massive movie collection. I don't know. And I also don't know if he'd be so up for the um, Ghostbusters. Uh, oh, my! <laughs> Do you know this? I don't know if this is just me not paying attention, but... So when they're doing that whole thing where they're going up to the chandelier and they're recreating the movie, and he's like, see you on the other side, Ray, and uh, Bill Murray says, see you on the other side, Pete, and it's, because I always wonder, I'm like, okay, well that's not Woody Harrelson's name. So, either did he just tell Bill Murray his name and his name's actually Pete, or is it just a joke that Bill Murray just like
2: doesn't know who these people are? Cares
1: so little about the movie that he's in two Ghostbusters movies but does not know the name of the characters in the movie. I'd believe that more. Yeah, that makes more sense. Because I'm like, is that just a small joke that's thrown in there? Or is there like a peep that I'm supposed to be. I
2: never thought about that before. That's so. That's such a fun
1: real quick joke like yeah a real quick that's like not, it's it's so
2: paradoxical a, like is that his real name because
1: there, there's part of me that's like throwdigger's name part of me is just like <laughs> it's a it's just a joke you know because he just doesn't remember the script yeah you know, he's literally in two ghostbusters movie plus the video game at that point he would have been but also i'm like
2: <laughs> has that-
1: yeah, he probably because he's not supposed to trust anyone don't tell anyone each other's names he he would tell Bill Murray he his would, name. Oh yeah. So it's like he watched
0: him since he could masturbate. Plus, I
1: mean. Well, then
2: he died with the name too. Like he died, and so no one would know. So him. No one. Would no one. He would never tell anyone else his name.
0: Oh, when he died, that's such a good scene. Garfield.
1: <laughs> oh, don't touch. Still tender. <laughs> Still tender. I mean. Garfield, maybe. For how many times we've re- uh, Chloe's reference Garfield: A Tale of Two Kitties. You're welcome,
2: Bill Murray. Yeah.
1: You know, Bill Murray says he didn't regret that. He only regretted Garfield. He doesn't mention the second one. They were
0: making the third one. They were making the third one, though. He was interviewing for the third one. You know, like... That means means production already wrapped if he's already (laughs) doing interviews for it. <laughs> it's funny because now you got to
1: think in that universe, like, wow, he wasn't only in two Garfield movies, he was apparently in three. <laughs> How many did they line him up for? My god. Uh, I mean, you've all heard the, the the Garfield story with Bill Murray, right?
2: Mm-mm. Nope.
1: It was, I didn't know. It's, it was written by an Eton, or, well, actually, there, there is an Ethan Cohen, actually, but there it was written by an Ethan Cohen. Who's actually not of the Cohen brothers, but there is an Ethan Cohen and Coen the Cohen sisters. I, yeah, I wish it was a Cohen sisters.
2: He's from the Cohen brethren. <laughs>
1: it's just a random The, co- brother.
2: Brother.
1: the <laughs> Coalition of Cohens. Yeah, he's written quite a few like family-friendly movies and you know comedies like that. Mm-hmm. And when Bill Murray famously has scripts sent to him, they sent him the script for Garfield because they wanted him to play the cat. Mm-hmm. And he thought. The name and Ethan Cohen, he thought it was just a Cohen Brothers movie. So he said yes. He just said yes instantly. And then, boom, he was in Garfield and then he realized it's not that Ethan Cohen. There's part of me that doesn't believe this story, <laughs> that he just tells it after the fact because, like, how, Bill, you didn't read the script at all. You just said yes. Part of that's believable, but part of me's like, you're just telling this as a joke. Can you
2: imagine being the, that Ethan Cohen, though? <laughs> I mean,
1: feels so bad. Like,. <laughs> Because I still, I still don't think he's been in a Coen Brothers movie at this point. So, like, <laughs> it's only um, messing with him even more.
2: He'd be such a good character for a Coen Brothers movie, though. Right? I could see him in Fargo so easily.
1: You know what's really weird is that also, like, his voice almost matches the original cartoon from, like, the 80s voice. Mm-hmm. And the guy who did the voice of Garfield in the cartoon... Um, from also, the 80s. Also, name
0: was Bill Murray.
1: <laughs> no, well, no, but he also did the voice on the real Ghostbusters of Peter Venkman on the cartoon. He did both cartoons' voices. Like, he was, like, Wait. a voice actor. Pete. What? Pete? Oh, yeah, Peter Venkman. Maybe... Oh. <laughs> He's dumb. know. Like, I, I didn't even it's think of that.
2: Been well, a I've seen Ghostbusters. <laughs> Wait a minute,
1: so slow down. <laughs> okay, you know what? Maybe that is... Well, okay, here's my issue with that. I... Didn't think about it because I didn't think <laughs> Bill Murray would be referencing Pete when he is the Pete, and also oh, they call him Venkman throughout that entire movie. True. So
0: that's why I wasn't thinking. Maybe about they, it. Oh, okay. did we see which uniforms they were wearing though? Like the name. You things? know what? I could. Well, well,
1: here's a, okay. So Bill Murray <laughs> is not wearing the suit, but Woody Harrelson is because he's very much probably wanting to don the outfit. And meanwhile, he yeah. had like everything—the suit, the jet, the the proton pack, and everything. Bill Murray only has like a vacuum because mm-hmm. he's like, I'm going to let him because he's so excited. Yeah. So he is playing Venkman. <laughs> well, so yeah, it would plays, make sense he's for playing him. playing Ray then. So there you go. Yeah. Wow. That's it you them, right? Why they, We're idiots. Oh, I'm the idiot. So there's
2: probably... Sorry for the Ghostbusters uh, enthusiasts out there who probably just... <laughs> Like through their cars, you know, their we, their stereo we are a movie who just, podcast. Like <laughs> deleted your podcast app because of us. Because you you're idiots, they're calling him Pete because he's like. If you listened, this far, thank you for believing us. Uh, no, you know I'll def- we'll yeah,
1: do. You we'll know do better. What, screw this. That's stupid. We'll,
2: we'll do, do better. His
1: name was Venkman. They called him Venkman in the movie. No one called him
2: Pete. Yeah, but I, I had this whole Pete? I had this whole epiphany of like, whoa, yeah. what if Woody Harrelson's real name was Pete? Well, what and it like, is?
1: You know what? Screw you. It's way like, less cool. his actual name is Pete. Actually, I, I love little... the
2: idea of him telling only Bill Murray, and that being revealed to the audience that so way. So
1: dumb, but you know what? No one called him. And guess what? Some Ghostbusters enthusiasts out there is gonna show me a clip where they call him Pete. I don't care. Even if you say that at the finale of the movie. His name is Vinkman, and Bill Murray plays Vinkman. How the hell am I supposed to know? Does, that that, that sounds like,
2: though, I always character. assumed it's been a long time since I've seen Ghostbusters. I thought that, was, that line was lifted right out of Ghostbusters.
1: Well, the See on the Other Side, Ray is.
2: See, see on the other side, Pete? Did he say that?
1: No, no I, I don't think so. Okay. Because he said. Pete says it, Pete, now I'm calling him that. Vinkman says that to Ray right before they cross the streams. And he's like, see you on the other side, Ray. Because that's like kind of a well-known line from the movie. Because people will say it all the time as like a reference to, you know, like walking through a doorway. Uh, You know, stuff like that. So maybe, maybe, maybe I've never paid attention. Maybe Dan Aykroyd says back, see you on the other side, Pete. That just doesn't sound right to me, though. You gotta look it up. Are you looking up the scene? Yeah. Okay, look up the scene. It's a very finale, right before they blow up Stay Puff, Right before they cross... It's two minutes, so...
2: Here it says, see you on the other side, Ray. Nice working with you, doctor. See so yeah, nice working with your doctor! Yeah. Nice. They will say "see <laughs> on the other side, Ray." So there you go. There's no "see on the other side, Pete." Mm-hmm. So
1: there's right no. Only the across the streams, right? Yeah. Sorry, too far.
3: Hold on. Pause. Okay.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, nice working with you, Doctor Vinkman. So. So okay. Bill's still getting the script so wrong.
2: The the jury's still out on it. We'll yeah. say.
1: Screw off, listeners. Um, if, the, <laughs> if you're out there debating this.
2: Thanks for listening this part. <laughs> right.
1: Zombieland, great movie, great movie, great movie. Mm-hmm. I like the part where they go to, uh, you know, the actual Zombieland portion of it, where it's like an arcade and he's shooting down, he's on Mad Mouse and he's shooting down all the zombies. Mm-hmm. I, I know not everyone calls it Mad Mouse, but in Minnesota it's Mad Mouse. So yeah, whatever. Mouse Trap used to be called, I think. Yeah, I don't, they've retitled it like Yeah, eight Mad times. Mouse. Point is, Mad Mouse. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh,. No, I really like that part of the movie. I like that they found an excuse to do that, and it actually felt like a very natural progression towards that. Mm-hmm. Um, my big complaint about the second one was that it felt like a forced finale, and even watching it the Mm -hmm. first one today, because that was a big complaint about the second one. But watching the first one, I'm like, it's kind of the same thing here where it sort of comes out of nowhere Mm -hmm. because there's, like, Emma Stone and Abigail Breslin are like, we're just going to ditch you guys again, and then we're going to go to this arcade that we know we've been aiming for, which to me is the only reason the climax still works, because it was their initial goal throughout the whole movie. Yeah. But... Like, they turn on all the lights, and it's supposed to be zombie-free, but then all the zombies from outside of the park can well, see it. And
0: inside, though, there's the zombie clown. There's, there were zombies there.
1: Which, it doesn't make really... I didn't even think of that. I guess there's a zombie clown there. Was he from the theme park? Cause yeah, he was in the fun half. It's very famously supposed to have no zombies there, I guess. No,
0: well, they addressed that in the beginning of the movies. Uh, Tejas, he's like, yeah, some say it's out west. The people out west say it's out east. Mm-hmm. So it's all just made up. But actually, it's... It's the one from the second movie, the uh, what's it called, Babylon. Oh,
1: Babylon. Baby the, the the the. <laughs> Babylon. <Laura. laughs> Essentially, it's just like a. I don't know. Was is it, it <laughs> supposed to be one big millennial joke? Because uh, technically, they're all. Are they supposed to be Gen Zers? Supposed to cut off for Gen Zers and millennials. Point is, we Gen just,
3: Z. Actually, Hunter's a millennial.
0: I'm a millennial, so Justin's a millennial. Is Cut off his ninety six
3: again. <laughs> millennials, you're so old. Yeah, I
1: don't know. I had my cousin going up against me about that. She's okay, by the way. She's only five years younger than me, and she was all saying that she's Gen Z and I'm millennials and what we do and what she does. And I'm like, you know, I'm like, we're not really at a point where we can discuss this. I'm like, I'm just out of college. You're just entering college. We're kind of the same thing at the moment.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I'm,
0: all in debt.
1: <laughs> I'm like, what? I'm like, because she's like, well, they're saying that Gen Zers are doing this and doing that. I'm like, where's the data on this? You guys are just starting. Yeah, isn't it? Isn't it
2: more defined on like if you basically grew up with smart technology or not? Because we technically didn't. Is that that's why? That's why the cutoff is 96. Is because we just started getting it in like ninth grade. We're from the decade that we started out with VHS,
1: and now we're endi- We ended on. They skipped just through DVD, Blu-ray, and now we're just digital. Like. Mm-hmm. That, we're part of the big, giant, just technology bump. We started out with computers that could barely do anything, and it was a big block, and then we got down to, oh, yep. your cell phone can do everything now, yep. we don't even need laptops. I'm like, what yep. the hell? We skipped, like, three steps.
2: Yep, my sister's six years younger than me, and she will never know what dial-up is. Right. And it's not that's a complaint, sad. it's just like, that's crazy that's to not stark... know what dial-up Cause is, because you'll never appreciate how fast 5G see, is. You
0: know, see, I lump myself with you guys, because it doesn't, but, like, 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 I've... I remember
3: all this stuff. Yeah. Right. And I'm four, three years after you guys.
1: Well, it's not Mm -hmm. even about like remembering. It was about like just that stark contract. Because I was, we had my uncle there when we were talking about Mm -hmm. this. And he was born (laughs) in, I think it was 1979. And I said, so think of it this way from, I guess, a 20 year span, from the time he was born to the time that he graduated, which was about 18 years. In that time, and I, I know I always go back to VHS, but that's, uh, this was just one of the options I pointed out. He was born when VHS like was a thing, and he graduated um, around 1998. VHS was still a thing, the most popular thing, and that was almost like 20 years. Same with computers. Computers were just like the blocks, like that you can get from Apple, and then 20 years later, they were still a block. And I said, now think about it with me. I was born in '95, graduated in 2014. And 95 VHS was popular, and we had the block computers. Jumped to 2014, DVDs are pretty much dying. Like, oh, we already skipped a step. Mm-hmm. And um, computers, the big blocks, we don't even really have anymore. Mm-hmm. In fact, we don't really need laptops Most anymore. Most
2: people don't have laptops. Yet. We just
1: kind of have iPads and, like, I- big screen. School, a lot of people didn't even have laptops anymore. <laughs> and I said, that is a stark contrast. Like, that is not, like, yeah. a slow progression of technology anymore. We're talking about, like... I went, we've gone through, like, three generations worth of mm-hmm. techno- technological change. Yeah.
2: like, we've already phased out of, like, unpopular smart technology, like Kindles. Like, you don't hear anyone talking about, oh, I got a new Kindle. Still a Kindle. You still have it, Dude. but you didn't upgrade to a Kindle, like, today, I mean, you know? You, you if like, you did, I mean, you're not saying you'd probably go to an iPad, but, like, most people, like, for schools and stuff, Firmly you know?
3: against
2: Apple. But, like, like you said, with DVDs, that's, like, the economy Choice right now, like for me, that's like if I, if I like I want to own this movie, but I don't really care about it. I'll get on DVD because it's eight bucks. I just, it's I just, like, bucks, you I just know?
1: like having physical media.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, but it's like I'm, what I'm just saying though is like it's such a quick exactly change. Like there's never been that fast of a progression in yeah. our history. There there never has been. I mean the internet. And you can even say, like, that we grew up with the internet. I'm like, no, we didn't.
2: Like, yeah, not we, really. We
1: started out with dial-up. We didn't have internet.
2: We well, didn't even my up, house, like, and we people. had, we, like, my parents had a computer because they legally had to have one for business, but it was still all telephone and paper books. They just owned a computer for legal purposes, but that was it could have went on the internet if they had done those stuff, but they did not use it for internet we, at all, ever. We, so, like... We started out with
1: dial-up. Mm-hmm. We went to high speed, and then we suddenly were like... Oh, yeah, you can do wireless. No, actually, we don't even need that. We just can do data. And I, oh, oh, it, <laughs> We went through, like, 30 things, like, 30 mm-hmm. steps in a matter of seconds. I'm like, wait, hold on. Can we yep. go back here for a second? Like, yeah, we didn't... I don't like that argument that we yep. grew up with something, you know, like, over oh, the technology age. I'm like, you know what? I... I didn't even really prevalently have good access to internet until I went to, like, college my first year. Mm-hmm. And that still was kind of the same boat that, like, a lot of people 20 years earlier were like...
0: Well, you know what? Hmm. Imagine just being stuck in 2009, like, our, like our heroes in Yeah, Zombieland. let's
2: get back to that. Because that's, that's a problem I have with Double Tap. Is <laughs> okay, okay, well... <laughs> Should we talk
1: about that? Well, let's just go back, so... 2009, Zombieland. <laughs> good transition, good segue, that <laughs> Good movie, great time, um, great casting.
2: We're still of the first. Talking yeah, about the just, first. Just gonna
1: wrap it up real quick. Up. I mean, I I'm serious. Like this movie, I give it five out of five stars. Like this is mm-hmm. still up there as one of my like, not top ten, obviously, but like it's up there as one of my like f- favorite movies. Mm-hmm. I, I enjoy the hell out of this movie every time I watch it. It's satisfying. And it's just
0: perfectly paced.
2: Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm pretty, pretty sure it's be. in
0: like my top twenty, probably.
3: Oh, this would definitely be. It's in my probably top close 20. to
2: that for me.
0: It's high up there. Um, I think I'd give it like four or four point five stars. Nice. It's it, it's just one of those movies that has tons of rewatchability. Even if you just watched it, I could watch it again. Mm-hmm.
3: Right.
2: I gave it four and a half. It's lots of fun. Nice. I think four. <clears throat> four is what I give it. It's. It should be a bigger deal than it is. I think the press around it like seems like, oh yeah, we're finally getting this movie and I'm like, <laughs> how many people actually cared about it? Because I feel like it has a cult following, mm-hmm. but generally everyone has really good fond okay. memories of it because like, of, I feel like people
1: our age especially. Yeah. Okay.
2: Well, yeah.
0: let's get into Double tap because they can't like their ad campaign sucked.
1: <laughs> well, okay, let's start out with this. So, Zombieland was a big success, um, more successful than Sony thought it was gonna be. And then, you know, everybody
0: was talking about it at the time. I do remember it being mm-hmm. quite it was big, big. Mm-hmm. you know, it was the only it, it was, was th- right at the beginning of all that zombie craze. Walking Dead just started the next year, right? it was coming up. It's and, uh, 2010? Than you know anybody who had missed out on Shaun of the Dead.
1: Which what year I, I, was that? I, this was 2009. I know Shaun of the sh- Dead. Shaun of the Dead was 2004. Oh, yeah. Which I, I I don't know. I kind of wonder how many people didn't know about it until Zombieland came out, and they're like, "There's actually another zombie comedy." I could even see some people being disappointed in it. I I did see Shaun of the Dead before Zombieland, hmm. which I was very lucky to have, and uh, that also I I think that movie is better. But you know we're not going into that. But like. So, Zombieland was, like, a big success. And then, mm-hmm. I think what happened, in my mind, is that someone went to the studio and said, look, everyone's talking about it. Can we do Zombieland? And the studio head was like, sure. And then, like, the next day, nobody was talking about it anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, we just moved on to the next thing. Um, 2009, what else came out that mm-hmm. year? I don't know. Like, up. I, I don't know. People just moved on. And then, I think that guy was still in there, like hey we got the script ready and it was like oh dude like no one cares it was like a day later but he's like no one cares anymore what are you talking about Mm -hmm. because honestly it feels like nobody's really talked about this movie since then Mm -hmm. it just kind of went away and I mean I enjoy it and everybody I've ever really talked to who's seen it are like yeah good movie but no one's really talked about it since then Mm -hmm. it just kind of went away and then there was a guy still sitting in the room and eventually Sony's like well, I guess a slot opened up. Like, <laughs> it does feel like this sequel is long overdue, and maybe... Well, definitely.
0: But I I just feel like they could have done more promoting it, because I feel like there wasn't really anything... Like to promote it until like the month of, and even then it was like one trailer. Was it even technically announced until this year? Because I remember it, was, it feels like it was announced like two or three months ago. They
1: released like the poster when they like announced it, and yeah. I was. But the issue was that I technically had been hearing about it for years, but yeah,
2: it's been on like Letterbox for two years. Yeah. So I've I've had it on my twenty nineteen list okay. for two years so since twenty seventeen.
0: I remember. I don't. I don't know what we were talking about, but we were recording, and you were going through a bunch of movies for 2019, and you you had Zombieland 2 as one of them. I was like, mm-hmm. no, I've been hearing this for years. It's right. not yeah. happening. And then a couple months ago, they they started actually talking about it, so mm-hmm. <laughs> I
1: don't know. The ad campaign might have sucked because there wasn't, there wasn't really a whole lot in this movie that there was to like show off, really, because this... I mean, if you, if we want to talk about the movie in general, it. Um, I really got into it at first. I mm-hmm. loved seeing these characters again. Mm-hmm. I liked seeing uh, Jesse Eisenberg and Woody Harrelson in general. I <laughs> loved seeing Emma Stone, not doing a drama. I liked that she was kind of just doing a comedy, and, and her you know persona here is a lot different from other movies she's been recently doing. So I like that. You know, Abigail Breslin, who wasn't top-billed. You remember? You know, it's in the credits It does that. So I guess, like, wow, that's how much her career's kind of just, like, disappeared. Yeah, what she, else is she in? Like, nothing, though. She's
2: in, like, a TV show, I think. and.
1: It's weird, though, because she was, like, in Little Miss Sunshine, she was nominated for an Academy Award. Mm-hmm. And then she's kind of... I mean, she was in so
2: Science. Fun.
1: That happens to a lot of child actors. Yeah. So, I mean, they're in one big movie, and then, you know, they'll end up having a boss She's hardly career. in this one, either. That's what I mean. It, it was weird because part of it was like, well, wow, she's not top-billed probably because she's technically not worth as much anymore. Mm-hmm. But also, she's like barely in the movie, which was weird. Yeah. I, I was into it at first, and it was a movie that slowly just kind of fell apart for me. And, yeah, I don't know. It just felt like it was doing the bare minimum of what is to ex- be expected from a Zombieland 2. Mm-hmm. Like... What do you expect? You wanna see the characters, you wanna see more
0: zombies die? Here you go. Like mm-hmm. I do think that there was a misstep of breaking them all up right away. Yeah.
1: No, I agree. I I, I I agree that with that, and I also think the whole premise of the movie in that there's not really a premise, yeah. Is kind of annoying. They don't really have an ultimate goal in this movie. Abigail Breslin goes off on her own. Oh. And they kind of just accepted
2: yeah. that first. I'd almost argue the opposite. Because, like, the first one, I think, they don't really have a clear goal in. They talk about Zombieland or, like, or whatever Funland or the the well, place. Yeah, the first one's one is just <clears throat> th- kind
0: of tag where they're... They're like,
2: like, are we going, aren't we going? And then they do end up there because they got to save them, essentially. But this one is, like, they split them up right away, but they do it in the worst way. I feel like they could have done it in a smarter way where it's it felt new to the audience yeah i it did it wasn't believable like these characters to me feel very different than the first ones they're kind of like like you expect me to believe that for 10 years they've been buddy buddy like family and then to leave in the drop of a hat that's like i'm already, i'm taken out of this movie like it's it's just not believable and so you don't know if they're out for the whole movie or whatever and then as soon as you find out like oh like they're going to like this hippie commune or whatever. Mm-hmm. That you know, the whole movie is going to be about them trying to get Abigail Bresner back. And I just kind of felt like it was predictable. And like, mm-hmm. I didn't watch the trailers, but I felt like the characters. The only character that they added in, other than like Albuquerque and Flagstaff, I didn't like any. I didn't like.
0: You didn't like Madison.
2: Was she Claire from Daredevil?
1: The, no, the girl. you're thinking Rosaria Dawson, who was at the... Oh, office.
2: Madison is, like, the... Zoe Deutsch? Zoe Deutsch, yeah. <laughs> uh, some of her parts I, I thought was hilarious, and some I of her parts... I loved her. I thought, like, some of them were like, really good, and then some of her stuff was, like, not funny. No, okay.
0: Like, so
3: yeah. every she's like, time she was on the screen, Zach was cracking up. <laughs> yeah. Well,
0: she's... You're supposed to hate her. I understood that from the beginning. Like, once you see her, you know you're gonna hate her, because she's gonna be so annoying. Mm-hmm. But, like, Her jokes just landed with me, and it was so good. I don't. I I loved her. (laughs) She was my favorite part of the movie.
1: It's one of those roles that's like you've seen it before. It's just supposed to be this stupid blonde girl, Mm -hmm. which even in itself is a terrible trope. But it's done well. Like like most cliches and most stereotypes, I'm like I think there is a way to play it, Mm -hmm. and she just knows how to play it. I don't know. I enjoyed it too. I'm like she just she knows what she's doing, and like. Mm -hmm. I I don't know. It's. I guess also it's just because like they're not like too harsh to her. You know, Mm -hmm. it's not like. Yeah, she's stupid, but also I guess it's just that they're not like. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I don't
0: know.
1: I don't know how to explain it. Like I think it worked, but um, I could see why. Like you had a very good reason to not like it. Like you explained.
2: The, Chekhov's gun thing.
1: Or the fact that like she was doing humor that seemed much more modern than yeah what would have happened it, in two thousand nine. Yeah,
2: it wasn't like like the style of humor. I expect it more to stay consistent with the first one. <laughs> that's that's usually my make it or break it for movies. Is is the is the humor. For the same director, it felt like it took a different turn. It wasn't even like a modern turn. Some of her jokes were hilarious. It felt very Taika Waititi esque, you know. I thought they were like that style of sat- satirical humor. The Uber joke. I the Uber joke. Did. Yeah, that was fascinating. I, that. I thought that was really good. Um, <laughs> I, I,
0: but then I didn't, s- I didn't much like like how she was explaining it, like how it is Uber. I loved the reactions, like how they're like, no way that never worked. <laughs> I,
1: I think it's I think even her explanation of it is just funny because. I guess if I didn't know Uber existed and I was explained to it as, like, an investor, I would like, be a little confused. Strangers still drive other strangers <laughs>
0: around.
1: But, I, I don't know. Like, that's the thing, though. There's not really a lot of humor like that in the movie.
2: Yeah, it's it's very weirdly placed. The only other, like... I don't know. The only... the only, like, like, pretty much the only joke that felt very consistent with the first one is it's very short, and that's the only one I laughed my head off at, was the... When uh, Tallahassee dressed up as Santa,
3: and he oh, was like yeah. a
2: sexy Santa, and they're talking about who wants to sit on his lap, and then Jesse says, yeah. "Can I sit on your lap?" and he says, "What you want?" Yeah, I don't give a fuck what you want. <laughs> and push it I thought that was like, I'm like, yes, give me a movie f- f- with this humor because that was, was like yeah. the original, That's you like know. The original. And then everything else kind of felt like. There's these really big actors in a the movie they don't really care about being in, yeah. and that's so that acting they- really fell through. Except for Madison, she did awesome. So would you, know? you
0: would you say once they left the White House that it kind of changed? Yeah,
2: definitely got not bored, but just like okay, now I I guess I don't care anymore. Not like because I didn't want them to leave. It's just the way they left of the, the pacing of it, the it just it because of the whole like oh wichita and little rock are leaving like it just was just did not i feel like they tried to play it off the original mm-hmm. but i'm like that doesn't make sense yeah, like, after crazy. 10 years they would never do that how you many know? years is
1: this supposed to be anyway because they never really supposed to be 10 years it's supposed to be, supposed to be yeah. because i mean i guess they could have gotten away with it except that abigail breslin has like aged obviously the most because mm-hmm. she was Twelve in the first one, but they never, I guess, clearly say what the time is. But I'm like, okay, but she's flirting with the college dude, mm-hmm. so she has to be at least over eighteen, correct? Well, you know that is about ten years. Mm-hmm. Then. So I think
2: Madison said, she's like, well, if you've been locked in a meat freezer for ten years, you'd yeah. wanna,
1: oh, so yeah, there you get go, get dick
2: down too or something like that. Yeah. even <laughs>
1: then, I was like, even like setting wise, like things haven't nearly <laughs> fallen apart as much as I thought they yeah. were. Yeah, like the White House is covered in crap, which well, makes sense. They but. started
0: well, Jesse Eisenberg said something about the cars and how it's not as easy as it was in 2009.
1: Yeah, well, that's the thing. There's a couple cool
0: things like that.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: But, like, it's bare minimum like oh you know it's like the writers were in the room and they're like you know it's 10 years so like we should throw in jokes or things about how after 10 years certain things wouldn't work anymore you know mm-hmm. like oh like cars for instance probably wouldn't work as well but
2: they talk about years. electricity they're like oh yes as long as the dam's running we'll have electricity I'm like okay, <laughs>
1: okay I guess oh, I accept it but oh, there's yeah. not a lot of that because it's like mm-hmm. for one thing how are you still getting your food How is there still food after a That's the first
2: thing that I thought. I'm like, how are the zombies still alive? Have the zombies not starved to death? There's not that many people around.
1: Yeah, are they getting hungry? Yeah. Well, let's introduce all the different types of zombies. They're
3: dead
2: but I mean like what keeps them alive you know like
3: they're not alive they're dead
2: maybe I don't know I don't know how zombies are they kind of you're right I was just wondering I I wish they would have like explained it maybe because zombies rules are different every movie yeah that would
3: be a really tough thing to explain especially in a sequel though yeah because then you're bringing in all these different things and you risk ruining the canon of the first movie Mm -hmm. so I'm Actually, I kind of appreciate that they didn't try to explain it because yeah. that could just mess with the first one more.
2: But it's true. The
1: thing is, well, like, so though, they're, they're still not doing anything though. Because you even brought it up to me, they're like, okay, they're trying to evolve the zombies, so they bring in Homer zombies, ninja zombies, and you were like, what did they do with the ninja zombies? And so it's like, wow, you're so bright. yeah. So like,
2: you guys know Chekhov's gun? Have I explained it before? Mm. It's yeah. this. It's if this, this a literary device. device. Oh, yeah. yeah, it's. I can't remember exactly how that's phrased, but it's if you an- introduce something with the, a certain amount of detail and perspective in the beginning of the story, like a gun on the wall, mm-hmm. that gun has to go off. Essentially, eventually, you know, you have to use that. And in the beginning of the movie, they like have this elaborate description. Similar to, like, Suicide Squad listing off all these people who will die right away. They they list off three types of zombies. Like, the Homer one, they reference two times after that. The, Haw- the Hawkins. The they do one time at the bus scene. The Ninja, not a single time they reference it. And then it's nothing but T-800s. Like, as soon as they introduce it, it's like... It just felt so off. And I guess you know? maybe
1: their point was that, like, the Ninja... Ends up being what the T eight hundred is, but even like during probably the most important scene, which would be t- where they were introducing all those zombies again, mm-hmm. during the RV scene, the first hunt of the zombies and the first time you see a eight hundred, you think they would have at least incorporated all the zombies. Well, they incorporate the Homer, the Hawking does not show up. Yeah, it,
3: it does.
1: Well, okay, maybe she it She yells Hawking at the-
3: and then it hits the ground.
1: Oh, yeah, at the there bus scene.
2: Go. That's it, though. But right. what does
1: what? But what do they do? That's so smart.
0: It climbs up, up the, the
1: ladder. Okay, so that wasn't... Because I was going to say, that was the ninja. So that wasn't the ninja. That was the hawking because they could figure out climbing. Mm-hmm. Which also, by the way, they have climbing zombies in 2009's yeah. So A lot of them. So I'm like, okay, well then, maybe those were hawkings, I guess, but they didn't really categorize them yet. Mm-hmm. The point is, I feel like they're trying to do something like that where they're trying to develop the zombies to maybe do something different with them. Explain them and the progress of 10 years. But... Doing the bare minimum. And then they introduce these T-800s, which are lame. I'm sorry, but you don't create a barricade for them to all run past you to run off a cliff. Like, really? That's your big climax?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. I, okay, I... I will say I I liked the White House scenes and I actually like when they leave and I actually love the scenes at the Elvis house because it feels like they're trying to do what the Bill Murray scenes did Mm -hmm. and I think they're actually doing it well because they are doing different things. I like when Albuquerque and Flagstaff show up. (laughs) I think that scene's actually funny
0: when they're comparing rules and uh, commandments.
1: Yeah, and I love it. And I love it's all done in one because you know I mean they're actors they have to learn their lines but they're Mm -hmm. very it's one shot and they're very snappy back and forth doing it really well and I'm like this is I I actually love this scene and I like that they're killed off real quick cuz I think it's hilarious. It was kind of it kind of threw me off. I thought they were going to be in the movie more. Um but then they just have that climax and it's lame. It is yeah. so third act yeah. is really weak. unbelievably lame. Yeah,
0: like Rosario, Rosario Dawson just knows where they are and shows up yeah. monster truck yep
1: they're doing that thing that uh Hobbs and Shaw did which is we gotta have a reason to get rid of the weapons fine but what are you gonna do then are you gonna have some other kind of weapons are you gonna build them are all these people that are, are like the hippies are they gonna create their own weapons and get real smart about it no we're just gonna have the truck mostly kill all of them mm-hmm. and then the rest of them are gonna jump off top of the building
2: I was expecting there to be, like, basically the zombies show up and there's, like, a massacre of, like, hippies. And I'm like, okay, I can get behind that. That's something that would line up with the original zombie like land charging
1: at them with, like, heavy yeah. weapons and going crazy. Or,
2: like, one sneaks in and gets one and then it's just, like, dominoes from there where they start eating each other. The, and then it's, like, them fighting out of, like, a hippie commune.
1: The guy that, like, Tallahassee says is gonna die first, he actually lives longer and Tallahassee's like, hey, look at you. And then he dies there. <laughs> I was expecting that scene and they don't even do that. They don't, yeah. Anything with it, yep. you're gonna die first. Thank you for your service. <laughs> <laughs> just lame. When I saw them and they were all upstairs and they were just barricading them and these T eight hundred, the biggest, baddest
2: zombies the in smart the ones.
1: country. Yeah.
2: Who are virtually look no different than the other ones. Like, <laughs> yo, that's nerf. They don't do it. Like they don't do anything with the eyes and anything with the. Skin. Yeah, the, just, the ninja um, one was like all dark and it was like a dark room but I it looked like
3: it was in a dark room i don't know okay. it actually looked cuz the homers didn't look any different than the hawking
2: yeah those i i figured that the that the, they uh, fatter, the ninja yeah. ones would be more like kind of like, uh, yeah, or um, like. have you guys seen um, warm bodies mhm mm-hmm. where it's like There's the zombies, but then there's, like, the The eviler ones, the bonies. Mm -hmm. I figured that the ninja ones would be, like, the bonies, where they're, like, dark, almost black, because they're so much more, like, they're evil, but, like, de-whatever, they're decomposed. decomposed. Yeah. More skeleton. So... It, but yeah, I don't know. They never brought him back up anyway, so.
3: Which was sad when I saw the ninjas come up. I was like, "Holy crap! That's gonna make for a really good climax later." Yeah, could be a cool like, scene. Nope, T eight hundred. Have it'd them
2: like good. in a mall full of those. Yeah. And, like,
3: or like when they went in the RV, I was like, "One's gonna pop out," mm-hmm. but no. It's.
1: I thought it was gonna get a little smarter than like even than the fighting in the first movie, because the first movie it's like mm-hmm. he hops into. Um, like one of those stuffed animal winning prize box things, whatever, mm-hmm. and locks himself in and shoots them all down. It's a real cool scene. Yeah. But I was like, take that and now do something a little more intense where you're like walking down a hallway and you have to trick out the Hawkins and you have mm-hmm. to escape the ninjas, somehow run from the T800 at the same time, and then have a Homer show up every once in a while for funny humor. And yeah. no, they don't do any of that. It's just, it seriously was like the lamest thing ever. And it really felt like, a lot of the writing, and it almost felt like they forgot it was a zombie movie. Mm -hmm. And that they forgot that, oh, this can't be just a movie about uh, Tallahassee letting Abigail Breslin go. It needs to also be a finale, like the first movie where we take down a bunch of zombies. Uh, That whole thing with him letting Abigail Breslin go, but then coming back, and then she's like, oh, I don't like the boyfriend anymore because, yeah, he was saying he made up all these songs, but I know that this song was not written by him, so that's why I don't like him anymore. Mm-hmm. I, uh, but why? That was such. That was like I've never seen such a terribly contrived way to, you know, mm-hmm. change your mind about someone like that. And then she's like, okay, I guess we're all gonna chill like a family again. Yeah. I didn't like that. I was like, I kind of like that they're growing. I like that they're doing their own things. I like that Abigail Breslin's like, I don't. I know I'm doing my own thing now here. Instead, they <laughs> kind of just butcher all that at mm-hmm. the end of the movie, and then they have this climax that. I don't want to watch a truck just run over zombies. Mm-hmm. Like, you could do that for five seconds.
2: Yeah. There's, like, the one redneck in the audience like that's like, yeah, this is why I came, you know? Like, why do we... Why... That's not what we've
1: come to see. Like, mm-hmm. if we wanted to just watch... Zombies get run over all day. I mean, that's not exciting, and it makes the zombies seem like not a threat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Does anybody at Babylon even die? No. Does no. anybody no, die? So. I don't think anybody dies. Yeah. Well, in that
3: barricade, like some people had the barricade down by like their chest.
1: Yeah, but they just push the zombie, and the zombie's like, "All oh, right, I'll go after Woody Harrelson instead." I'm like, yeah. Excuse me. <laughs> like, if, if this is how easy it is to defeat the zombies, and why is half the nation destroyed? Like, right. It just kind of took me out of the entire movie because it made me start to question the realities of the situation. Mm-hmm. And, like you're not supposed to be doing that when you're watching a movie. You're supposed to, you know, be taken in, especially in a, like a movie like this with a climax like this. The climax really kind of just ruined the movie for me because, like, the re- like I said, I I like I like the Elvis stuff. I mm-hmm. like the fake Graceland. <laughs> um, <laughs> I like the end credit scene with Bill Murray. Okay,
0: so... Uh, <laughs> I was expecting the end credit scene to sh- have the other two doppelgangers of, like, Emma Stone and Abigail Breslin.
2: Yeah, I thought they would show up eventually. Because didn't they,
0: like, mention something? Like, where, where's my doppelganger then? Mm-hmm and I figured like they'd show up at the end credits. that's a good
1: point that's a weird
0: thing just... I, was, I was also slightly expecting Obama to show up in the White House there was a
2: picture <laughs> zombie Obama <laughs> maybe, maybe not that'd be so if like, it was like actually Obama instead like, of Bill Murray like where he's like, like that would up have been a great and then, and then, then if, the White if he kills Obama he shoots Obama <laughs> that would have been right after the election too Sorry. where he was so like still is, considered so, the good president so
0: this is how they could do it they're, they're living in the White House right and there's like There's got to be secret bunkers under there. Of course. Where they, like, have all the elite, and, like, Obama's, like, coming
2: up to, like, like, something
0: something. It's, like, the the center of, like, the logo or whatever,
2: just, like, opening
0: up, like,
1: it's like, well, Well, Michelle, it's been 10 years, everything's probably good.
2: If they show it, like, the Bill Murray scene where you see two feet, like, go out of bed onto the floor, and, like, they go into slippers. Exactly the same. And it's, like, it's Obama, and then if he killed him, that'd be so good.
1: Well, I got a sight. that bullet... Kinda hurt. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta say, dying doesn't it's not it's not the best. I uh
2: think I'm gonna die. Yeah, they should have had all That's Still tender. It's <laughs> <So, laughs> still still tender. Any regrets? No. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh. Obamacare. Obamacare. <laughs> what a good Why did we not write this movie? Why did we not write this movie? Obamacare man. Oh. ripping
1: off the first movie, but it's funnier. Than it is so
2: did. much funnier than what we got, man. See, we have Obama. <laughs> Obamacare. <laughs> you know
1: what? Obamacare did
2: I laughed so hard I farted. I didn't like it.
1: <laughs> Be quite honest. <laughs> It'd be great, you know, this would be a great political joke, but if he was just in the movie and he was like, actually I'm a bit financially conservative. A lot of people be- didn't know that about me.
0: <laughs> Obamacare is actually all Joe Biden's idea. Everyone <laughs> says I'm a socialist.
1: Not true. Listen here. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. That was a misog. I'm actually not married to Michelle. No, I'm not.
2: <laughs> well if it was just...
1: If if that would have I mean because he can't be doing anything right. He's he's like like,
2: yeah, I really like practical jokes. You got anyone like a joke? And then like like no no no, you don't want to do that with this kid. Like he accidentally killed Bill Murray. He's like oh okay, well I won't do that. And then like at that moment I don't know somehow (laughs) movies man, (laughs) well um, missed opportunity. You know, the, the I, very least Joe Biden. I don't know. I have to say,
1: the, the, the weirder because you're talking about things introduced that don't really pay off. Mm-hmm. The whole oh, he, the legend of Bill Murray being killed,
0: yeah, they, mm-hmm. n- no one ever found out.
1: They kind of mention at the very end, where he's like, Oh, you know, I killed the most popular icon of all time, but here's what he was doing before the zombie apocalypse, and they have that end credit scene, mm-hmm. which is great and once again very bill murray to me yeah. um the way he's like killing people so nonchalantly and you know it just kind of like <laughs> to <a> caddy <laughs> <laughs> but i it's weird that that whole thing like rosario dawsons like ticked off and she's like if i ever found out who killed bill murray i'd kill them and mm-hmm. like that whole legend of oh he was murrayed you know i almost murried you i think that's so great but there's no payoff. I mean, like, there's never a scene where she yeah. finds out Jesse Eisenberg did it, and there's like mm-hmm. a big confrontation. Nothing like that. In mm-hmm. fact,
0: she's kind of barely. I don't think movie. it I don't think he really needs. Yeah, but needs then
1: why? But do. like, why introduce it? Why even add that just awkward that tension? Joke. But the, it's a one. Why, but it's not. It's a one joke thing that mm-hmm. you laugh at for a second, and then. But they kind of build it up like it's gonna be more. It it's
2: well not. then like they choose to do stuff like, like with Tallahassee jumping off and leading. All the zombies off the edge of the building, like it's a it's a callback to like him talking about his, his his native ancestry and talking about the the chief who led the buffalo off the cliff, you know. And like, I didn't seem like a total throwaway story. And then the way they brought it back, I'm like, oh wait, really? This is the payoff. Like, and that was the most. It, and it felt like this is only emotional. Like before, like as he's running past, this, like slow motion. He's looking around in the face. I'm like. Okay, if they have the balls to kill Tallahassee, like, he jumps to his death, like, that is the only payoff. Because I don't want him to die. That's the only way I'll be emotionally invested in this slow-motion moment, which I'm already pissed at the movie (laughs) at this point. (laughs) But I'm like, that's the only thing... Like midway through, he's running mauled. and he
1: <laughs> trips
2: and like doesn't he make doesn't it to make the it edge it of the building <laughs> and it just gets uh, a That'd be so horrible. See,
1: they they could have done they could have done something different there. And I I forgot about the whole native ancestry
2: part of the movie. Anyway, he brings up again one more time. I think he brought up a couple times. And yeah, every time it's not
1: funny because it's like. Not to mention, like, okay, the whole native answer is jokes exactly. isn't that funny. Like, okay, no, it's not even that. It's the fact that I've seen this in so many movies about people saying they have native blood and they get all spiritual for a second. And it's not funny. It's just not a funny joke because yep. it's been done. And I can't think of a time I've ever laughed. If there's a movie that's funny and it does it, tell me, please. Mm-hmm. It, but it's never been funny to me. It's just kind of dumb. It's like it's like if I stand there and I'm like, I've finished blood. And that's it. That's mm-hmm. a joke. Like, that's not a joke. You did nothing. Well, I thought the
2: joke was, <laughs> the joke was like, that Jesse, Jesse Eisenberg lit left, you know? And that could have been funny. It wasn't as funny as I thought, I it, thought was it was going to be, but I don't know. I the only, the only thing that I thought was, like, a great use of, like, Chekhov's gun is the literal gun that he gave her. Like, I thought that was going to be done with the movie because she didn't care about it, you know? Mm-hmm. And I thought, like, okay, like, in my mind, I unconsciously thought, I won't see that again. Right. Because it wasn't that important. And then, then she pulled it out to use it. I'm like, oh, that's cute. They use Chekhov's gun well here because you didn't anticipate it in that callback. That's, like, how it's supposed to be done, essentially. And I was
1: happy they didn't uh, destroy Elvis's gun. I like that mm-hmm. they actually appreciate stuff still yeah. in that world. <laughs> like, there are some kind of artifacts to that world. Yeah.
0: I also wish that... Uh... Jesse Eisenberg kept Elvis' shoes the whole time. That see, that was like there's like little (laughs) moments like that that I think are funny, Mm -hmm. like where it's a perfect fit for him. And (laughs) how does it make you feel that me and Elvis share the same exact shoe size? (laughs) And there, you know, because like zombie
1: kills, even then they don't really do much. Like Mm -hmm. they show the zombie kill of the week of the year uh, of the year because they changed it. And they have him running him over with like a making a bale of hay and it's like okay. Well, this they is got the Tower of Pisa. <laughs> yeah, oh like, <laughs> what the heck, I forgot about that. That was much better even. But like as far as like actually uh, taking the zombies on one on one, like you said, we he try to recreate the original movie's intro, which mm-hmm. just isn't effective here because it's just showing them killing zombies and it's like what made that interesting in the first movie is that we're seeing you know, such hyped-up Metallica music like, like that over, you know, traditional scenes you'll see in like rom-coms, for instance, being turned mm-hmm. into like zombie mm-hmm. fests um, or well, like Scarface. <laughs> but
0: like- I feel like the first Zombieland, it, they used uh, "For Whom the Bell Toes, which is like it's not really a hype-up song. It's a kind of a slower. Not slow, but... Mm-hmm.
2: I know what you mean. Intense. It's not a fast driving. It's actually a slower driving. Whereas but it's... Heavy
1: heavy puppets it is. is, is. is saying, it is fast I'm saying... But do you... It's a headbanger. Do you bang your head to that shit? That's what I'm talking about. Like, you get mm-hmm. real rocked into that. I'm saying that the scenes that they have matched to the music in this movie don't work as well. Because mm-hmm. you're not seeing anything interesting done. You just see them in a the field killing zombies well, and throwing them around. Yeah.
2: Also, in the first one, like... All, every one of those, like credits or even like where it's focusing in on like zombies attacking people like and going over the rules like wear your seatbelt cardio and stuff by the time they get to the just the credits where it's like all like strictly slow motion there's like the guy on fire and then there's like a thing there's like a stripper at one point and like that's all like real shots and then in this movie it's all really poorly done green screen. Right, it's very distracting and un- doesn't feel real, you know. And
1: and then like what I mean about that too is just the fighting the zombies in general because that honestly is one of the bigger fighting zombie scenes because you don't really see it much when they're at the White House. Um, you like I I said you see it when they're getting the RV, which was fine, but I said like the big stick out moment was when they're at the Elvis Museum Mm -hmm. and there's kind of a nice tracking shot of them all going through the hallways and them fighting off the zombies and it goes on for quite a long time but I think that part actually really worked especially when there's like a couple scenes that make it a little funny like Tallahassee, they're doing that classic thing where he's like, don't swing, don't swing and he's going to slide under him but this time he actually hits Jesse Eisenberg on accident (laughs) instead of the zombie. Mm -hmm. I was like, okay, that's kind of a nice callback to the first movie and they did something different with it that was funny, and it's also being shot really well. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you know, even shooting wise, I'm like, I can't believe, I cannot believe this is the same director. It can't be the same. Yeah, it can't be the same DP because I was like, I can't believe the same director made this movie. It feels much cheaper. Yep. I'm guessing the actors probably cost more. Emma Stone for sure. So that probably yeah. caused the budget for other well, things. Well, all of them
2: really like they're all like Academy Award winning. Actors aren't well, they? they are all nominated, nominated, except at, for at least nominated, yeah. is... A winner, a winner yeah, mm-hmm. and like, yeah. I don't know what you at the beginning of the episode you just said you talking about the writing in the movie that like the writers just kind of wrote, or wrote the bare minimum like mm-hmm. it was, they just called it it's good enough. That's really how I sum up this movie is that like everyone in the movie thought oh it's good enough it's good enough. Which People is weird watch because it, it's they 10, had years later. ten
1: years. This isn't like comedy sequels always come out like two years after because they know what comedies are like mm-hmm. this shit's going to age quick so we need to make a sequel now if we're going to do it and every comedy sequel of all time has sucked mm-hmm. except i mean i'm sure there's some examples you can throw out here and there are ones that you personally like but i'm saying in general good, <laughs> they have way too many movies kidding, so. there's one sequel though that i think was actually worth it and Collectively and critically, Men in Black, people thought it was yes. Men in Black <laughs> 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 was so great. I'm glad they waited that long to weeks. make a sequel. Anchor- hey, two Anchorman, two. two, yeah, 2013. Yeah. It was released 10 years after the first movie, yeah. and mm-hmm. I was partly hoping like maybe the same thing will happen. They waited 10 years because they needed to wait that many years to make mm-hmm. it like that much better. It didn't feel like that. At all. It felt like nah. This was like their first idea. and
2: Anchorman Two? Uh,
1: no, no, with no oh, okay. with this movie. I'm saying Anchorman Two. I I yeah.
2: find to be just as good. Most not- people I meet are they don't have a favorite between the two because they're both good. I like the first one more. Still, I actually though. think I the second
1: like the one. one.
2: I, I think the second one's even better. I think it has a the better fight story in to the tell. second one. I think might be better. <laughs> but the first <laughs> the one. <ghostest. laughs>
1: yeah, I gotta so say well, the, the
2: jokes yeah. still feel original. That
1: Anchorman Two fight is I one of my favorite one? like theater experiences. They wear those shoes down
2: by the docks.
1: But... This movie definitely didn't feel like that. It seemed like
2: <laughs> You might think you're you're reaching down for a handful of that Angel <laughs> Hair pasta instead you end up with the Battle of the Bulge. He's <laughs> telling his like four year old son. <laughs> it's
1: but horrible. Woody Woody Harrelson after the first movie apparently said to the cast that he was real excited to do a sequel with him. He's like, This is the only time I've ever wanted to do a sequel because he loved filming the first one with them that much. And <laughs>
0: Yeah,
2: he's, he was in Venom, and he's gonna show up in Venom 2 yeah, and I was I mean, like, he Wait, wasn't like a main attraction he, of Venom one. Was he cast whatever?
1: because the director knew he was from him from Zombieland? But now Venom two is not even directed by Kevin Fleischer. It's gonna be directed by like, like, hey, Zombieland? let's cast yeah. the dad from the Glass Castle. or like, <laughs> I, I I almost I didn't. Let's cast
2: the guy from the Hunger Games movies. <laughs>
1: I said it should be a bad sign if the director of a movie you really like hasn't directed a good movie since. I mean, this guy also did. Um, he did. Yeah, what else it, did he do? 30 Minutes or Less. He did. He I believe he was the one who did Gangster Squad. And he did Venom. <laughs> so it's like. Yeah. That's he, right. He did Venom and then went to do this one. Right.
2: Hmm.
1: You should fact check me on the Gangster Squad. I thought he did it. I'm pretty yep. sure that was
2: Gangster him. Squad. Yeah,
1: that's so, what I mean. Though he's like, just kind of hasn't had a good movie since. And uh, so I'm like, you should probably take that for what it's worth when he's making the sequel. And That's funny because I don't even hate this sequel that much. I mean, compared to other comedy sequels out there, man, there's much, <laughs> there's much worse it's to see. That
0: third act.
1: It's just it, that third act does mess it up, and I almost kind of wonder if you kind of stretch thir- certain things out here and got rid of certain things here. And end the movie on him letting go of Abigail Breslin Going off on his own Letting all the characters go off on their own Or do their own things I think that would have been more interesting But I guess they just didn't want to do that
2: He's yet. a big uh, commercial director A music video director what do you know? That's almost primarily what he's known for I guess
1: I wouldn't have guessed that Because it doesn't seem like his aesthetic is uh, mm-hmm. Well I guess not, well, not He produced neither, Unicorn really. Store Also there you go. I haven't seen that yet.
2: It's interesting. It's right. um, I think it, it's like a really bad Coen Brothers movie.
0: Yeah.
2: It's not funny at all. <laughs> so I like Sam Jackson. I, it's worth it for Sam Jackson. Not worth it for, uh, for Brie Larson. Excuse me. She directed the movie. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have the balls to say it. I want to see it because she directed it. Not to be sexist. It, so that's
1: why I'm kind of interested. Um... Yeah, I don't know. That's kind of... I feel like I really hammered into the third act too much because I, I really didn't mind this movie. Like, I really did still enjoy it. And for the most part, it's just that ending made me think, man, I want to go home now. Then the end credits did kind of cheer me up at least.
2: Made me want to watch the original. Yeah. yeah.
1: And and it's a like... I did watch the original
0: before going. Really?
1: Yeah. The original, it's just funny because it's... It's even a better just looking movie. And you yes. you think that's weird sometimes when you're doing a sequel mm-hmm. so many years later. You think, man, your talent must have just increased yeah. so much at this point. The but digital
2: effects are better in the first one. They are. The only thing that's weird is, like, in the theme park parts. Like, there's the scene when. Um, uh, Columbus, I guess, runs underneath like this swinging ride. Yeah, they hit the zombies. And they hit the zombies, they go flying, and it's clearly that those zombies are like edited to go flying in a weird angle. And I thought that was the style. It felt on purpose. It didn't feel like, oh, they just messed up. Uh It felt like, oh, they want it to be weird and, like, Scooby-Doo, kind of. I thought that was, like, a... Yeah, it almost felt like and a... And then, on this one, Chinese. it's, like, it never felt like it was on purpose. It felt like uh, this is just looks... Every scene of this movie looks bad. It's
1: funny, was the gore in this movie even nearly as much as it was in the first movie? Because the first movie... Not that it was... no one really died. Mm-hmm. It wasn't, like, a particularly, like, gory movie, mm-hmm. but there was, like, the, for instance, when that girl from across the hall is, like, attacking Jesse Eisenberg. Yep. Like, I mean, she's got blood spilling out of her mouth at one point. Yeah. And I know it's kind of meant to be goofy and mm-hmm. funny, but the point is, there's not really a lot of that in this movie. Like, yeah.
3: There's a lot of vomit in this
2: one. Mm. Which I did like. For, I did like that, I think that, both of the transition, because you didn't get that in the first one, mm-hmm. the transition, whatever, where they're trying to fake, like, they're not actually bit. Like I liked those scenes. Those scenes were quality, I thought. But
1: yeah, and I like that they like try to take on the zombies. Like, oh, we got this handle, and then like, no, they both got bit. They're trying to play it cool, mm-hmm. and the other guy's like, no, I never get bit. He's like, it right, just. He's like, you I got never. bit like twice. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. <laughs> like, I there was stuff like that where I'm like, this is so that's enjoyable. <laughs> we're too mm-hmm. <laughs> And I mean, side note, I also liked that Ro- Rosario Dawson and. Um, Tallahassee had a very chill relationship, you know? Mm -hmm. I like that they didn't have to have a fight or, like, a battle between him and Luke Wilson. No, it was just chill. And I'm like, that's very Tallahassee. I'm glad they didn't do anything weird there. You know? Just kept it cool, even though she's barely in the movie. Um, Yeah, I don't know. It's just... It, but it was, I guess I would call it a disappointment even though in the end I'd, I'd still be like 3 out of 5 because I, I will give this another watch um, I might fast forward through the end but like, I would give this another watch paired with the first movie because mm-hmm. I do enjoy these characters enough and I think they at least are the characters but man, it's like I, there's just, I feel like there was way more you could do with the subject of 10 years into a zombie apocalypse mm-hmm. I mean, I was even thinking of ideas when we were. When I was watching the first movie, because I was like, hey, he mentions that the whole point is Columbus is trying to get to Columbus, Ohio. Mm-hmm. Emma Stone kind of crushes his dreams by saying that Columbus is completely destroyed, so his parents are probably dead. Well, we don't know if they're actually dead. And it's like, hey, you know, you could have had them shown up, and they could have been played by some kind of funny cameos or something, Mm -hmm. or you could have done something like that, or have them hey, be the leaders of some kind of squad, because he said that they were just like him. You know, they had a bunch of phobias, and they were just shut-ins. Maybe they turned around just like him. Or maybe they're, like, part of some really emo group Mm that's all shut-ins, but they all, like, join together and be shut-ins, and and don't really know how to fight zombies at all, but Mm -hmm. they just survived this long... I mean... Not that that's like an idea you have to do, but what I'm saying is... Well, then what will they have for part three, Justin? They're not going to have a part three. I can promise Maybe you it that.
3: another ten years.
1: This movie was number three at the box office. It will not have a number... Th- there will not be a third movie. Unless they do, like, a Zombieland International that takes place in England (laughs) with different characters (laughs) entirely. Which, even that, I feel like that'd be a more interesting idea. I was
3: gonna say, that actually sounds super interesting.
1: Hell, I thought, you know, during the movie, I was like, it'd be great if right now they had a joke where they just, like, cut to England, and England's fine. Because all we know, it only ever affected America, and maybe they contained it to America only. And England's just fine, and they're like, screw America. What if it was, like,
2: Zombieland 28 years later, and it's like, basically all just riffs off of, like, the 28 Days Later franchise. Because that's in London. Mm-hmm. That's all zombies mm-hmm. and stuff. They're more... The zombies are more, like, rage people. But...
3: they're meant to be...
2: Zombie-esque. zombie movie. Yeah. I'd put it in the zombie Yeah.
3: It's category. One of the most iconic zombie movies. Yeah.
2: They're just not, like...
3: They're not the typical...
2: Decomposing, like, like, living dead. They're just, like, infected with rage or whatever. But you could do something like that, you know? If it was London-esque.
0: Mm-hmm. Should we rate
2: it? Two and a half stars. Three out
0: of five. Three and a half.
2: I give
1: Aww. it four. Whoa, four?
2: You... Oh, my God. I loved everything I except oh.
3: the very end. I did like end.
0: it. Okay. Okay. I, Matt, Madison saved it. Like, that's like oh. a whole star. He yeah. has
3: an unhealthy obsession. She was my favorite this. in the
0: movie. Okay. I what don't know about, how that
3: makes me oof. feel.
2: What about the the Patruly guy? Um, nope. Berkeley? Berkeley. Oh, we didn't talk. I didn't care about him. I hated him. <laughs> he was the worst. <laughs> Not because his character was supposed to be hated, but just like...
0: Back from Victoria.
2: Yeah, I just wasn't into his character it's at like, all. Oh, like,
1: I haven't seen this a million times before.
2: Yeah, like, there's no way he'd be alive still, you know? Uh, well, well.
1: I'm I mean, okay I with really the alive. fiction, but <laughs> <laughs> like... Uh, she stayed alive because she was I don't know why the clichedness of Madison <laughs> of makes me too. laugh, <laughs> but the, the clichedness of the Berkeley character... It doesn't work. Didn't work that, for me at
2: all. It's, his, that kind of a person was not popular in 2009. That's why when I was talking about the age of humor, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, her, the way she was dressing in, like, in all the pink juicy. and stuff, yeah. I think that was still that was, a thing that in that 2009. But him and all those other hipsters definitely was not popular. Like, it's obviously playing to modern audiences, mm-hmm. but if they're really trying to be, like, these people have been around since 2009 – those people would all be roughly the age of of Abigail Breslin in the first one which is like 13 maybe so like they grew how up would 13 year olds it. grow up to be <laughs> non-violent that that hipsters like that doesn't make sense I mean I kind of buy that
1: part but it's just their full on personality is very much what you'd see in like a like a TV show that would show on NBC today like it's like okay how can they grow into those characters if those characters really didn't exist at the time I think it'd be a little funnier if they were like Mm -hmm. I don't know if they were praising like pop culture that was like very popular in like 2009 Mm -hmm. and then like stuff that like completely fell to the wayside after that like I don't know what was popular in 2009 like um, Dark Knight Yeah, well, there you go I mean that's still kind of popular I think
2: like a way they could have written it to be more of like a turn in the movie is if they would have if they did it all they were, if, if they were like oh yeah like our parents were all hippies like hippies um, and uh, like basically it turns out to be almost like they're a cult rather than like a hippie coming they're like a cult where they're like yeah we killed all our parents and like have been surviving up here and basically like and then all of a sudden they're the bad guys you know mm-hmm. that would have been something more interesting where they're trying to save her from the cult like a suicide cult or something that would have been, cool, yeah. that would have been I think a lot more interesting because then it's like brings into that walking dead thing where it's like mm-hmm. they're not fighting the zombies anymore now they're fighting other people yeah. that would have been like a good twist where they still have guns or whatever or something and then the zombies <laughs> are a factor you know, you know it have been great. If they not work for them. Only referencing like YouTube videos, like it was all
1: like a culture of the internet from 2009. So the only things they really know about is like early day of Facebook, like early days of Facebook, and uh, mm-hmm. like YouTube videos from them, like Chocolate Rain and like <laughs> Charlie bit my finger. But nothing ever grew yeah. past that. Like, yeah. but I mean, like that's what I mean. We're now we're Those just progressive commercials. <laughs> Now,
2: F-R-E-E, that spells free. We're
1: just, like, coming up with things now that we, like, wish we were in it. I, I Just as is, I'm like, I think they had their jokes, they had their moments, but it very much was, like, this is the bare minimum. Like, this is very much a, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, write me a sequel to Zombieland, and they're like, okay, here's a sequel to Zombieland. The characters show up in shenanigans. It's like, yep, mm-hmm. thank you. I don't know. Yep. Yeah just didn't have that same creative spark as the first movie, which in nope. itself is like the first movie shouldn't have probably been as good as it was, because zombie movies are many, many galore, and Zombieland still managed to kind of differentiate itself. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. are we ready to move on? I don't. Are we doing last movie on Earth? Yeah,
3: okay. I have one, so I hope yeah, so.
1: Well, <laughs> so, this is the game that Hunter explains better than me.
2: Um... <laughs> Not true, but true. I will explain it, because I like it. Um, at the end of our episodes, we usually like to play a game called Last Movie on Earth, whereas we try to uh, guess the last movie that we each saw based off of a description from Netflix or IMDb or on the line. Um, if any of the other players guess the movie that you're listening off, and they get a point. If no one guesses your movie, then you get a point. And these points, you get two points. These points get added to a score that we keep episode to episode. Justin, mm-hmm. what are the standings, my man?
1: Here we go. Um, we have Zach at 43, Chloe at 48, mm-hmm. Justin at 62. Hunter at seventy three. We're catching you, bitches. Ooh. That's true.
2: Are we gonna reset at the New Year or yeah. something too? We're okay. done at the end of the year. So. All right. All right. All right. All right.
1: It's my goal to be Hunter somehow. Uh, but uh, me yeah, too. Ditto. But is everyone ready? Um, <laughs> can I start? Yeah. I mean, I'll just start, and everyone get ready. Columbus has made up a habit Zombieland of running around. double tap. It's not Zombieland. <laughs> ah! <laughs> I think Country Center. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I just watched it today. I hate you. I wasn't gonna watch it for the episode. You shouldn't so. have. Well, I had a lot more to talk about with it. then. you know, I brought up different things like, like the actually, I didn't bring up too many details. Well, I did about like the actual like little mm-hmm. like the Pete thing that we went on about. Yeah, we then. talked a
2: lot about that <laughs> you know, in Ghostbusters. And, and, we talked a lot about millennials. God,
1: yeah, no. I it <laughs> was. I, I still have to go to bed. Yeah. <laughs> anyway my thoughts on zombie line it's a five out of five movie you guys should watch it if you haven't
3: really why tell us all the reasons <laughs>
1: well you know what they've been talking about making a sequel for a couple of years so eventually that will happen probably <laughs> but for now they're trying to make a tv show i hear it's shit <laughs> anyway uh,
0: zachary are you ready sure <clears throat> In 1981, uh, an, an enthusiastic young adventurer follows his dream into the Amazon jungle with two friends and a guide with sorry, it's really long. with a mysterious past, their journey quickly turns into a terrifying ordeal as the, darkne- the darkest elements of human nature and the deadliest threats of the wilderness lead to an all-out fight for survival.
2: Cannibal Holocaust?
3: Okay. There's no way he watched <laughs> Cannibal
2: Holocaust. Okay. You don't know
0: me? Um, I don't know when I that, know that. I movie. think that was in the 70s. <coughs> Director. Mm, Greg McLean. Wow, that doesn't help. Year. 2017. Well, that doesn't help. I thought it was a movie that was in
1: the 80s. 1981,
0: um, 2017. Mm-hmm. Oh, I can have lead actor. Jesus! Why don't we just lead off with that? Because everyone <laughs> always asks for it. What lead? What with all the lead act? No, because no, some uh, people might want to guess. Daniel Radcliffe. Twenty seventeen. Mm-hmm.
1: Swiss Army Man. Mm.
3: And it's not horns. That wasn't my guess. Oh shit! That has to be my guess. Yeah, it
1: wasn't twenty seventeen.
3: Mm-hmm. No, no, no did I retract that. Is it horns?
0: Is that your final? Yeah.
3: Decision? No. Ah. Zach
0: called Jungle. I've been wanting to watch it for
2: a long time.
3: You son of a bitch.
2: It's a true story. Uh, it's really Hunter
3: good.
2: Hunter didn't guess. Yeah, he did. Yeah, I did. He? I guess Holocaust. Oh,
3: yeah.
2: <laughs> Jungle. Yeah, huh. yeah. My really
1: watch Camel Is it a horror publish? movie? Uh, no, it's,
2: like... <laughs> so, it's basically,
0: like, adult without a paddle. <laughs> where, like, it's actually serious. <laughs> and he's, like... So, it's, a like, a backpacker who lost all of his money in Vegas. And so, he's just, like, backpacking around the world... And he's in that Amazon. and He meets like a couple people, and then this one guide uh, tells him about this one place that I, f- I just watched it and I forgot what what like why they're going.
2: El Dorado. But, um,
0: <clears throat> but basically, he gets he gets separated, um, going down like white rapids, and then so he's like trying to survive. And it's a true story. It's really good.
3: Hmm. Yeah. Don't peek at my phone. Deliverance.
0: Four and
2: a half stars. Deliverance remake. My turn. I got two points. Nice.
3: Good work, Okay. Martin was a normal teenage boy before the country collapsed in an empty pit of economic and political disaster. A vampire ec- epidemic has swept across what is left of the nation's abandoned towns and cities, and it is up to Mr., a death-dealing rogue vampire hunter, to get Martin safely to n- north to Canada, the continent's new Eden.
0: What year did this come
3: out? 2010. Mm-hmm. Canada? Canada.
1: Hmm. What the A? Um.
3: That is not the
1: movie. Director, it's not gonna help.
3: Mm-hmm. Jim Mickle. Well,
1: Jim. Lead actor.
3: Danielle Harris.
1: Vampire Academy. No. Well, I tried.
2: I'm sure it's, it's not, not the Ethan little Hock. vampire. <laughs> I'm sure it's
0: not Ethan <laughs> That's what the little vampires. Are. I
2: think his name is Martin. So that's why I'm like. The kid it can't from be. Maguire. It can't be. yeah. Oh,
0: I think I always say the kid from Stuart Little. It's It's funny though. Like I just want to picture that
1: kid in a a world of economic and political crisis. (laughs) The little (laughs) vampire.
2: Can you read the description again?
3: Yeah.
2: Yeah. Wrong. Turn (laughs) thirty.
3: Martin was a normal teenage boy before the country collapsed in an empty pit of economic and political disaster. A vampire epidemic has swept across what's left of the nation's abandoned towns and cities. And it's up to Mr., a death-dealing rogue vampire hunter, to get Martin safely north to Canada, the continent's new Eden.
2: A vampire hunter?
3: Mr. is a vampire hunter, yes. Mr. is the guy's name.
2: A rogue vampire hunter. Am Am I the only one left?
0: No, I'm still in it. Never
1: I really you're thought this
3: one wouldn't be as open. obscure, yes.
0: 2010. You say
3: that every it's, time. It was on Netflix for like three years. Really? <laughs> Wait, yeah. is,
1: so is this not Abraham Lincoln no. Vampire Killer? Is it the the off-brand one? <laughs> <laughs> Abraham know, Lincoln is not
3: in this movie. I know what one you're
0: talking about. <laughs> I think that's actually, Stonewall Jackson. <laughs> I think that was actually a zombie killer
1: movie, now, now that I think about it. So it's not even correct. <laughs> I don't know why I just assumed it's not the vampire movie that like Tim mm. Burton...
0: Produce because you didn't even mention Abraham Lincoln. Is it like a super cheesy title?
3: <laughs> yes. Is it actually? Yes. Like, it's not a joke, but like when you hear it you're gonna be like, ah.
0: I'm not just guess. I don't, I don't know it at all, but Frostbite. Oh, no. <laughs> okay.
3: Close! Kind of. Same cheese factor. Let me see. But it's not like, it doesn't have to do with Canada, really.
2: Hmm. Yeah, nice. it's got
3: the cheese in there.
2: Cheese bite. <laughs> uh, I think it probably has bite in. The... Mm. No. Don't okay get
3: on
2: that.
3: I feel bad. I really didn't mean to pick such. I. No, that's, that's the game. No, that's the
2: game. I I always pick. But the game I, I can't pick keep the most... doing I the genuinely, I, with... I am legend two. That's that's my genuine guess.
3: No. <laughs> Is there a second one? No. Nope. No. It's called Steakland.
0: Cool,
1: uh, like, like Zombie steaks. Land, but it's a yeah. land. <laughs> like the like the cows you eat. Yeah, yeah. yeah. no, but steak land, like yeah. Steak steak land. yeah. I'm going
2: hunting. Star rating. Uh, for Chloe's horror hour,
3: I think I gave it a three and a half. It's actually really. Chloe's enjoyable. creepy corner. Chloe's creepy corner. Um, for you connoisseurs of horror movies out there, this is a pretty good one. I thought it was. If you think it's terrible, I'm sorry and I didn't tell you to watch snow it. Jam.
2: Right. <laughs> <laughs> Is ready? Right. Yep. An unfaithful <laughs> wife encounters the zombie of her dead lover while the demonic cenobites are pursuing him after he escaped their sadomasochistic underworld.
0: What? what?
1: <laughs> wait, say it again, say it again. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Say Just say it very clearly. Clear. clear.
2: Uh, an unfaithful wife encounters the zombie of her dead lover while the demonic Cenobites are pursuing Hellraiser. him the Hellraiser. Oh.
0: What? Yeah, there you go. It's not
3: fair, I've never seen you it. You
1: finished the movie.
2: Yeah, I did. It's not made in 2011.
3: <laughs> Is there any German in that movie? mm mm-hmm. Okay, because I remember I saw a Hellraiser shirt at Hot Topic in German? the front like it was like it said like welcome to hell or something in German and it was a Hellraiser shirt I don't know I
0: believe
3: it it was super weird
2: I would guess maybe there's I know that the the pinhead guy mm-hmm. has been used for a lot of different metal band stuff mm-hmm. I'm guessing there's some metal band out there that's used him as like a logo Probably a German metalman. That's why it seems hot topicy.
0: Yeah. Vegas, so. and there was a wax sculpture of him there. That is very creepy.
2: I gave the movie a three star rating, um, just because it seemed very original. The pacing of it was very interesting. It could be. It was so like, I see this guy, the pinhead or whatever, because he's not Hellraiser. It's just pinhead or whatever. Mm-hmm. I see him roped in with the other classic horror guys, he's you know? Not, like, really? He's not big. He's not, like, Jason or Freddy or or Michael Myers, or whatever. But um, sometimes I'll see people rope him in there, and that, this style of movie is so much different than those. Those are, like, kids' movies compared yeah. to this. This is, like, so unapologetically brutal in terms of, like, talking about... Basically, he's, like... There's, like, a magic box that if you open it, it's, like, a doorway to this in-between world Mm -hmm. um, where these Cenobites, these, like, demon things, they make you experience the most intense pain, the most intense feelings of, like, pain and pleasure you can imagine. So it's all, like, very, like, sexual, but also, like, just a lot of, like, hooks ripping your flesh from your bones Mm -hmm. type of stuff. And it's very just unsettling, and it'd be interesting to see a modern version of it, like a like a Wes Craven version of this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but I always thought the chat was scary. Yeah, he looks like he's the scariest looking one. Pinhead's like the least threatening looking one, but mm-hmm. which is weird that he's the frontman for the movie. But
0: isn't she like feeding? people to yeah the guy to like grow
2: his essentially lifestyle. her like she m- married she had an affair with her husband husband's, husband's brother. brother the brother was like total controlling creep he like got he messed at the box got torn apart in this room they moved back into the house where he died died and then like she has to bring people there and kill them in this room for him to come back and he never gets fully formed before the Cenobites are lured back there by his brother's daughter. And... Yeah, basically, like, he just doesn't make it. So, I don't know. It's very... It's, it's weird pacing. So, very small. Like, the whole movie takes place in this attic, basically. So.
3: Cool. But... Yep. Fun um, fact: Hellraiser is on a list of fifteen famously homoerotic movies. <laughs> Do you feel it, <laughs> while it? Sorry, no. Specific. You
1: know they say that for some movies, and sometimes I just like I don't see it unless I get like a real good explanation for it. Like yeah. people say that about Nightmare on Elm Street too. Also,
3: that was the first one yeah, on there, and then that's sh- like
1: part two. Yeah, part yeah. two. Which I mean, watching it, I'm like. After you hear about it for so many years, you start seeing things, I mm-hmm. guess, because you're told. But like, I kind of wonder. I'm like, I feel like if I was in the '80s and just saw this, I would not have thought. I'd been like, "Oh, cool, Freddy Krueger
2: again." Well, <laughs> also on
3: the list was the Babadook, and that's only because Netflix accidentally had it in the LGBT section of their movies, like during, really? like for a while. And people are like, "Wow, the Babadook's a gay icon," and like, mm-hmm. it's just because Netflix messed something up. That's but people so, are like, embracing that now. It's weird. And so the
2: gay community watched it and thinking, "Oh, it's a yeah. good movie," but there's yeah, nothing they ended up just watching a horror about it. movie. Are they
0: saying like the Babadook is like the first gay monster or what?
2: <laughs> no, because it's weird because it's about a mom and her son. So yeah. I don't know what. Well, unless the it's about said her.
0: Something about his hat, and they're we like, Ooh. "What? It's a gay it's hat?" A gay hat.
2: <laughs> huh?
1: That's, That's quite homophobic some- of you to say magazine, <laughs> just because he's wearing a hat.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Cust to El Dorado.
1: I, I, find, I, I find, like, those lists to be like, come on. But, like, I find the videos really intriguing when people mm-hmm. make them. Like, I've I've seen some videos of people, like, talking about Nightmare on Elm Street 2, and it has a lot of gay iconography in it. And then you start watching the video, you're like, wow, that's really... I, I could totally see that now, mm-hmm. but... You know, just watching the movie and playing on its own. I'm like, I don't know. It has a weird cult following. They just showed it at Cinema only that one specifically, hmm. which I was like, that's weird. Because I, I think we've discussed. It. I like Dream Warriors. Like, yeah, if you're gonna if I, you're I like gonna show, I like the first one the most. But if you're gonna show a sequel, show Dream Warriors, show a New Nightmare.
0: Why? Mm-hmm. Did we talk about that? We did talk about it. Well, we, we should. We, I think okay, you we, said we, it was one of your favorite horror movies. Yeah, we should. This Halloween, much Dream since, Well, we watched we watched Nightmare on Elm Street 1 last year. Yeah, so we have to
2: watch the second one then. We should watch one yeah. every we watch, year. We can
0: watch two and three. We can, w- awesome. we can watch well, We can watch. Just us boys
1: one. can watch two. <laughs> we can watch the third one. Oh! <laughs> I, have a, I have a slight heart for Freddy's Dead, the final nightmare, which...
0: Is that the one that's, like, the they're making the movie?
1: No, no, that's New Nightmare, which is awesome. But, like, no, like, Freddy's Dead is when the franchise was just, like, making fun of itself at that point. Like, that... I think that's the one where he's, like, playing with a Power Glove version of his... Oh, I remember. I I think there's a scene... Because that one's the one where they just introduce a new character who he's chasing, and that's, like, Mm -hmm. it. There's a scene where he's, like... It's the Wizard of Oz, and he's dressed up like the Wicked Witch flying out the window, and he's like, oh, I'm gonna get you! And it's like, it's super stupid. Like, it's just terrible. Like, at that point, they're like, wow, this this is still a series, and it's still going on. <laughs> New Nightmare is essentially just, like, West Craven making Scream before he made Scream, like it has mm-hmm. absolutely every element of Scream basically in it. Yeah, and then he made Scream, and it's like it's so weird. Like, wow, that was almost like a test run. And then he was like, "Your know
2: nightmares what? before Scream." Because like Scream Two, the principal, the Fonzie, he he's like. He looks at his office like, Did you hear anything? And it shows oh, the yeah. janitor and he's dressed up like Freddy Krueger. Fred. <laughs> he's got like a red and green shirt with a hat and he's like, Nope. His name is even Fred. Yeah, he's yeah. like, Do you hear anything, Fred? Is it, <laughs> nope. is it played by Robert
0: England? No.
1: It's I don't never. think
2: so. Mm-hmm. but should have been. Um, right? I was going to ask a question. Yeah. Oh, did you guys make it to Scream 4? No, not yet. I not think yet. they took it off Netflix. Uh-uh. Yeah, <A-1> cannot find it on Netflix. Tell me if you can. The other three are still on there.
3: All right, Zach, let's go kill ourselves.
2: The TV show is on there, but I can't find (laughs) Scream Four anymore.
1: Next week. It was like the
2: day I finished Scream Three too.
3: Huh? Oh, are you kidding me? It's not on here anymore. But they have Insidious. How important?
1: Tiptoe through the tulips. Thanks for listening to this episode, everybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll see you next week as we discuss. Um, actually, I don't know what's going on next week, so we won't. Uh, we won't, we won't. We're talking about we're, something. We're talking about something.
3: It's uh, gonna be my birthday. Uh,
1: right? Oh yeah, exactly. It's, it's gonna be birthday. It'll right? just be a special birthday episode. Happy exactly. birthday! Uh, but thanks for listening, everybody. And remember, mm-hmm. remember,
2: always beware be the cinema swamp. swamp. Cinema. The, cenobite the cenobite swamp. swamp.
1: Thanks for listening to this episode. So what'd you think of Zombieland and the sequel? Do you find that the first movie still holds up? Do you think the sequel did the original film enough justice? Or were you kind of disappointed? Leave a comment on this episode, like our pages on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And remember, always beware of the cinema swamp.